Blog Talk Radio. recognize and honor outstanding visitors to our city. And whereas, Marquette L. Goodwine founded the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition in 1996, which is comprised of individuals, institutions, and organizations dedicated to preserving Gullah history, heritage, culture, the land, and their language. And whereas, Marquette L. Goodwine was installed as Queen Quet, Chiefess of the Gullah Geechee Nation, in July 2000. And whereas, Queen Quet has spent most of her life educating the public about the history, legacy, and culture of the Gullah Geechee people. And whereas, to achieve this worthy objective, we demonstrate our partnership with the Gullah Geechee Nation through the outstanding understanding and support of their hopes and aspirations in educating and preserving the Gullah culture. Now, therefore, John W. A. Lamb, Mayor of the City of Ironton, do proclaim the 16th day of April as Queen Quet Day in the city of Ironton, Ohio. Whereas Queen Quet, Chiefess of the Gullah Geechee Nation, was born Marquette L. Goodwine and installed as the first Queen Mother official spokesperson and liaison for the Gullah Geechee on July 2, 2000. And whereas Queen Quet is a descendant of Gullah Geechee families of Palawan, Adatoa, and St. Helena Islands, a published author, computer scientist, mathematician, historian, columnist, and preservationist who has dedicated her life to ensuring the continuation of her native Gullah Geechee culture 
And whereas the Gullah Geechee Nation, which exists from Jacksonville, North Carolina, to Jacksonville, Florida, encompassing the Sea Islands and 35 miles inland, taking in the Low Country, has received national and international recognition as a nation due to the leadership of Queen Quet. And whereas Queen Quet continues her efforts to relink all Gullah Geechees and even the Afro Seminoles who exist within the state of Texas back to the source from which their African roots stem. And whereas Queen Quet continues these efforts around the world through the work of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, which she founded in 1996, and with her continued presentations before the United Nations, where she became the first Gullah Geechee in history to speak before this international body in 1999 in Geneva, Switzerland. And whereas we demonstrate our partnership with the Gullah Geechee to achieve the worthy objective of obtaining the continued existence of their culture, Therefore, Bill White, mayor of the city of Houston, hereby proclaim April 19th as Queen Quet Day. Well, good evening, Hunter Chillin. So glad to Hunter to tune in this evening and thing like that. As we to grind into my reflections for this year, Queen Quet Week, this year. Here. Now, these year, Queen Quet Day have been two after the first one, what been April 11th. So that why from April 11th, the April 18th every year, that a Queen Quet Day Queen Quet week time because of so much a different Queen Quet David did on. Coming up, the April the 26th, been the day the state of South Carolina they give me the Jan Lanny Harris Folk Life Award. And so back in 2001. So all of these are things been occurring after that. We asked one question from Facebook this evening, from Twitter this evening, how much of people have been know anything about them dates and how it come together. But now, if one is telling the tune in, now, Hunter, to know, all in street dating thing, what we ask about on Facebook and Twitter, they're all Queen Quet days in different parts of the United States and things like that. And there are plenty of other Queen Quet days, but they ain't fall in April. Some fall in some other rest of months and things like that, like August and October and all that, other rest of place. Well, we're so glad for had this your time, for had this your celebration upon Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio, which we show. And we're so glad that this is your show sponsored by the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition where you get about mentioned us now in a proclamation and things like that. Now, Hunter Tilly can always find me at gullahgeechee.net, gullahgeechee.net. If Hunter want to know about we, go to gullahgeechee.net. And then, punish your program. Every week, we the gee uplifting to the living legacy and the pay ancestral homage. So this evening, I want to dedicate this your program. To the ancestors, them, will they give me the vision for going forward with this year? Plenty of them will have been working the trenches with me when we first started the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition and their initial land and more. They list too long for call up all the names, the seeding and things like that, and anyone left none out. So I just want to take a leave moment of silence for all the Gullah Geechee who have been a stand with me and a fight for the land and for who upon the culture and then cross over into the realm of the ancestors. Ashe, 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 and here, man. So glad this evening for Deya and thing like that for Crack My Teeth with Hunter Chillin. After this year, Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy Month been going so well. They had plenty of good things happening, like the We Shall Overcome Fund, like the first Gullah Geechee Weekend in Georgia, like going through to all these different conferences and other types of meeting and things like that with we own family. I done covered the Carolinas, Georgia, and Florida course this year, month, yeah? 
grad, dead chilling, and it been a time. Everywhere we were dead, people been to crack your teeth, but we land and we legacy. So I figure I taught him not Robbie as we would have said in the church, but share some reflection and things like that. It would all on the chilling this season. Uh, normally for me, Queen Quite Week, we be done posts ahead of time, so you know it'll going on. Then people are sending things, some people are sending words, some people are posting from the social network, and congratulations and all that kind of thing. But this year, yeah, we took some lead time for reflection and things for my own self and for travel through, and then come up to this year point in time. So I want to give you a little bit of reflection for the Queen Quite Week, but rather was for all the things we've been going on for this year first, Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy Month. So for all my listeners who are around the world that cannot speak Gullah or Geechee, this is Queen Quet. I'm the Chiefess and Head of State for the Gullah Geechee Nation, Head of the Body of the Gullah Geechee Nation, and so glad that once again you're tuning in to Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station. Well, I don't often take time to just sit here and discuss the different things that I do, but that's always the question. There's never a place during any of my tours annually where I'm not asked questions like, well, what are your duties? What are you required to do? So many people have no concept even of having a queen mother, a queen mothership, or being a head of state. They see these people, they hear titles like president and so on. They do not have a clue that your day-to-day work is actually representing your nation, your state, your people, and so that everything that you do now has to connect to that in order for you to be considered an effective leader and an efficient leader. So that requires a great deal of traveling. That requires a great deal of interactions with people from around the world, especially many people are not familiar with the Gullah Geechee Nation. But as you heard in one of the proclamations, the Gullah Geechee Nation begins at Jacksonville, North Carolina, and extends southward to Jacksonville, Florida, and from the Atlantic Ocean where the Sea Islands are into the mainland, 35 miles, in particular to the St. John's River. I've had the opportunity to travel down, walk across, walk alongside, drive over the St. John's River even within the course of this month dedicated to Gullah Geechee land and legacy. And it's been very interesting over these years since getting the award from my home state of South Carolina and then later traveling to other places and starting to get these Queen Quet Day proclamations and keys to cities. It's been very interesting to see the growth in the awareness of people, but also the groundswell, as they would say, of international support. And, in fact, I know that we have a team arriving in the next couple of hours here on St. Helena Island that I'll spend the day with tomorrow to truly show them through my eyes the Gullah Geechee Nation for one of the largest publications in Europe. So there's never a dull moment when hunted the head from the body. And so you want the head to dig for half cents. So it's an interesting thing when you have an opportunity to actually, instead of working during a week that celebrates you, have a chance to really reflect. But interestingly enough, God fixed it that on April 11th this year, which is our initial Queen Quet Day, I actually spent time at a place that I love to be, Little Mount Olive in Nassauville, Florida. I have told them from day one that if that church is ever missing from that foundation, follow it to St. Helena Island, and you probably find it located at my compound because I don't teach them. 
because that building embraced me. And so to be there on the opening of Queen Quet Week 2014, I know it was divine order. And to be there to have a dialogue with the community about environmental injustice that people call the environmental justice movement, which really means there's been injustices done. We wake up, we realize it, we react, and then you call it the environmental justice movement. Well, a lot of excellent reflections came that evening, a lot of history about people in the Jacksonville area that were Gullah Geechee, that owned land. But the painful awareness also that people in that area still don't realize they are Gullah Geechee. Many people often relay stories to me about somebody that they felt was their next-door neighbor or something that they thought was Gullah Geechee because they're from Jacksonville, and they themselves don't consider themselves Gullah Geechee. But when you ask them questions, they start telling you about who was from South Carolina and Georgia and their family. That was a generation or two before them being born. So here it was that in the midst of that, you know, I had to reflect on where we started off the month at the Tunis Campbell celebration, and how in Brunswick, Georgia, every year, the Tunis Campbell celebration attracts a different group of people. Instead of the same people coming back and bringing more people with them to be educated about who Tunis Campbell himself was, but the land movement, the self-determination movement that he was leading there at St. Catharines and how he also then was on these sea islands and how this period of reconstruction was so vital to our continued existence. And my existence as a leader has to do with the pathways that were cleared by people like Septima Poinsett Clark, Tunis Campbell, the people that came way before, like Cato and Denmark Vesey, Gullah Jack. These people cleared a pathway for Gullah Geechee folks to continue to tread through, to walk down, to kick up dust on top of, to beat their drums on as toward freedom. And as I said to a close friend of mine, ain't nothing changed. So my reflections, my energy, my focus has been all month in being engaged with my people to listen more than to speak to them so that I could hear where are they right now and where are they spiritually, where are they mentally in terms of under and overstanding that they have a nation of their own that it's not a cute, quaint picture on our Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page that says, we be Gullah Geechee anointed people. That is the national flag of your own nation, that when I leave in the next week or two to get to the United Nations once again, I'm representing us as an indigenous group of people. And here it is that instead of being asked to come to our schools, our charter schools and our nurseries and our places that Gullah Geechee's are owning and operating, our daycare centers, our local festivals, instead of saying, well, come and please do a session so we under and overstand our human rights, our land rights, our indigeneity, as they call it, no one says this. So they make me wonder, do they know? And the interesting thing about it is that when the context of coming to any of those places, do people realize the economics involved in getting there? And the economics and the politics of what we talked about yesterday at Beach Institute in Savannah, Georgia, 
as part of the dialogue with Dr. Mia Jamal Ture, who was one of our original Wisdom Circle Council of Elders, as he talked about WIDA. And WIDA, in terms of it not only being a city in Benin, but WIDA being Huida as Gullah Geechee's. All right? And so, and what we are today and who we've been over time and how there's always been an effort and a move to miseducate while calling it education about who we are as African people in North America, in the United States in particular, and how there are those of us who accepted that we were not a value, that our culture did not have enough value and significance for us to maintain it, to hold on to it. And rather was we the type of cracky we teeth like this year, but who was on their toe? So they want to chill and cut a cracky teeth too. And so here it is that today you have the children, the grandchildren, saying, hey, wait a minute. How come you understand what Queen Quest said? You ain't never told us you could speak Gullah Mama. You ain't never told us that Grandma, Grandpa. And then these elders looking at them like chilling fool. The chilling ain't fool. The children are awake. And so in these dialogues and these discussions, it's been very interesting to me to see the young people, the people in their teens, the people in their 20s, the Lily Churns still in grade school that run up, know who I am, want to know more about who we are and want to be able to share this and spread this and especially want to know about justice as opposed to operating from the standpoint of injustice. And as I listen to the elders, they talk about all the injustices that were done to us, but they never say what they did. Because, see, now somebody come at me wrong. That story don't end at the person came at me wrong. That story going to end at what I did to that person coming at me wrong. And so when I hear people constantly, they did this to us, they did that, they didn't lie, they didn't this, it tells me that person never stood up for anything, and they're not standing now. Those are usually your complainers. Those are your incessant talkers at an activity that should allow the circle to open to everyone because they're so concerned about deflecting away from their own responsibility that they themselves don't, they get caught up in their own rhetoric of convincing themselves because they live to be a senior citizen now. Somehow they have been involved in a movement. They may have made movements, but they weren't involved in a movement for human rights, for justice, for the people. They scraped and they did what they did for themselves maybe and maybe for a wife or husband or some chilling somewhere along the way, but not for the collective group as a community, as a village, as a compound of people, Retawasa Island or nation. So as I listened to folks, I heard the young folks crying about what they wish they knew, but I heard the elders crying about who didn't allow something to be taught. But each time that I said, well, everything is up to you now, it's up to us to do something, the room got silent. There was nothing else for me to hear. So I then realized it was about responsibility. When you do a call to action, 
action involves movement. It involves choices. It involves thought. And it involves responsibility. So now I started to under and understand a bit more of why there are communities that when I drove through there before, all I used to see were shotgun houses and our folks sitting on a porch or Lisa Lee chilling playing somewhere nearby and I could have tell it be Gullagichi and now these buildings are either knocked down and there's now an anywhere USA strip mall there or they have been painted up beautifully in a color cacophony that just irradiates these architectural values of what many would say come from the Caribbean or Caribbean Isles, the things that make it pop. The colors are radiating outward to draw in who, though? The tourists. We're back to those economics. And so it's interesting to me how there are those who now have approached me to invest in the work that's being done to sustain and maintain the existence of Gullah Geechee culture. The folks who presented proclamations and awards and keys, trust me, have not for the most part been Gullah Geechee. There are very few proclamations that I have that were actually presented by Gullah Geechee. There are few keys to cities that were handed to me by even mayors of African descent. But it says, as you've heard in these, that these communities value the continuation of Gullah Geechee culture. They each wrote, we are partnering with the people of the Gullah Geechee Nation to keep their culture alive. So where are my people, the Gullah Geechees, that want to make sure all of we, that we don't want, we be, Gullah Geechee anointed people? Where are they when the circles of discussion are cold? Where are they when the drum is sounded? Where are they when the doors are open? And where are they when there ain't no doors? Because we just did over yonder underneath the oak tree for the bush album. Now, if I had a reality show, you'd be tweeting every day, every week. you never forget what time this show comes on. But since we don't have a reality show to go with the broadcast, everybody got amnesia. And so when you hear the drum now, if it's not attached to something talking crazy, you don't join, you don't come, or you come with fear and trepidation. I see it in the eyes when we start the drums before libation ceremonies. People are hesitant. I never thought I'd live to see the day that indigenous African people, Gullah Geechee people, would ever be hesitant for the sound of a drum, would ever be hesitant to come into the clearing and the gathering underneath the old tree. But if you don't want the responsibility that comes when you join the circle, which now means all of us in this group are going to share things, all of us in this group going to open up and give to one another and much less in a circle versus when you're in a line. You can look in everybody's face with a slight tilt of your head left or right. So we should all be able to hear one another, but much less we should hear what's not being said. And what I've seen is in the Western world, they prefer to sit in lines because then somebody's head is, is behind somebody else's head. People come into a 
convention hall and they come in to hear me speak as they did in Tampa this month and they want to fall to the back of the room even if nobody's seated in the front. And when I wave my hand and demand that they come forward and join in the circle that's been made up front, they're awkward about coming because in their culture there is no circle. But in our culture as Gullah Geechis, that's all we've ever had and that's all we ever have been. We don't this circle. So at what point did you disconnect? Where did you take your pixel and go? Where did you take your link and go? Did you create another circle or have you become a circle of one? Because there's no such thing. You're a dot. But multiple dots put together become a circle. Yes, I'm a mathematician and a computer scientist. So if you all wondered what the sum of the words mean, Google that, Bing that. But here it is. Pixelation provides the full picture on the screen. The picture that I've seen this year during this Clean Quit Week is that we've still got a lot of work cut out. We have a lot of work cut out for our people to still understand that they have a right to the tree of life. We have a lot of work cut out for our people to realize that Gullah Geechee don't happen no once a year at no festival that Gullah Geechee is a living, breathing, everyday culture like any other culture in the world, that you don't have to know how to make a basket to be Gullah Geechee, that there are many things that make up a culture, not one particular tangible item or craft or trade or skill, but that when God the bless on the children with things like that, they're going to have to know what to pass on. Everybody got to give. But now, are you keeping that gift package for yourself, or are you giving it to someone? And if you stay outside the circle, you sure can't be giving it to anyone. You're keeping it to yourself, and we can't afford that. Here it is. They're moving from Bill Mount Olive on the 11th, coming on back around the following weekend. I'm at Kichikunda for the gathering. Last Saturday was truly something to witness that made me know your living is not in vain. And I know some of y'all say she don't know that. No. Sometimes I have to get these epiphanies and this clarification because when you've worked for over 30-something years to educate people about their own culture and they still come to you and don't know that they're going to get you and they live on the island you live on and stuff like that, make you wonder, is your living in vain? But here it is that at the gathering, with Gullah Geechee's from Carolina, from Georgia, from Florida, all together in one place, and right of us, some of the family were dead to us. And you just heard me read the Queen Quet Proclamation from Texas as well, the place that many of our people ran to before the Civil War. Many of our people were taken to as well. And here it is that even out there they became the warriors, the fighters, the scouts, riding horseback, fighting back. So here it is at the gathering. All this energy, all of this elation is in this space and in this place as people present one after the next of our story, our story, our story from the past and the present. Here were the people who are yet living out our story and being living legends today 
in this place and in this space, shouting together, laughing together, having a good old time. On land, that's Gullah Geechee owned. Kunda itself means family compound. And if y'all go to Gullah Geechee TV, you can see that current episode. If you go to Gullah Geechee Nation on Facebook, you can see that current episode. If you're part of our Twitter, at Gullah Geechee, you saw when we posted that episode. And here it is. That ain't nothing made up on there. Ain't nothing had to be edited out on there. Because this is our reality. The existence of our culture is all predicated upon our connection, okay, and our interaction with one another. It is not about individualism. It is not about any one somebody taking all they can for him or herself, including the so-called limelight or the cash money they think comes with it. But it is about communal investment into cultural consciousness so that the people would recognize that they are a nation, recognized internationally as a linguistic, ethnic, and national minority at the United Nations, recognized as an indigenous group at the United Nations. The United Nations is the body of from around the world that is above your domestic law, that's above your United States. But yet some people want to pull us backward and pull us down to being nonprofit organizations that use the name nation or religious groups using the word nation. No, we own land. We have boundaries. We have leadership. That's why we're a nation. And that's what these mayors that gave these proclamations to me years ago Recognize That's what the community members that told these mayors, do you realize who's coming to our city, realized and recognized. And again, these folks are from off, as we would say, and from there. So what are they right here? What am I going to do? Yesterday at Beach Institute, as we looked into the images of ourselves painted on the walls by Brother Richard Law, he ended up asking people to ask themselves a question. What is the purpose of your existence? He said, that's a question we all need to ask ourselves. Now, he said, if you can't answer, you don't know. You haven't found out yet. But you need to be finding out the answer to that. What is the purpose of your existence? Many people don't want to find that out. So we inebriate ourselves with spiritual highs every Sunday. Or every chance we can now, because you can turn on cable and see things to just get you high. But now, when you come down, I hope you got a mirror, and you need to look in it and ask the question, what is the purpose of my existence? So it's been a blessing, this journey, through these Queen Quet weeks over the years, because first it was Queen Quet days, and then it became Queen Quet week, because there were so many Queen Quet days at the same time. Because each time I would realize that it was even that time, usually it was brothers writing me from prison talking about Happy Queen Quet Day, Happy Queen Quet Week, because they remembered it, they celebrated, they commemorated where it is. It's for me, and I ain't even looking at it because I'm still working, working to work out my purpose in this life, to be there for my people 
because as I said before and as you even heard in one of the proclamations, I'm a computer scientist and mathematician. I could have just as soon not been on the radio. I could just as soon be there doing some calculations and actually writing out some code in a core lab, and I'm just as happy. I get very excited over technology, hence why y'all see me online a great deal. That is my world. That's my element. That's why I'm on the air now through it, because this is my element. This is my world. But how did I grow to know where I ought to be, when I ought to be there? It was because God had to show me direction and say, well, yeah, I wanted you to learn these things because you're going to need to use them for what I sent you to do. And obviously I was sent to awaken the people. A sister did an entire monologue about how I saved her by bringing folks from the Northeast down to the Gullah Geechee Nation on tours many moons back because there were no Gullah Geechee tours when I started up doing tours in 1990. That specifically is called the Gullah, Gullah Experience Tour. After that, all these tours start popping up with the name Gullah in the, in the title. So here it is that on the Gullah experience journey that we even give still today, there are people I get cards from months and years later telling me I changed their life or someone coming to take the tour because they tell me my daughter came here when she was in school, was so inspired by you, she's doing this or that now. And so we came now to take the tour because she never stopped talking about you for the last 10 years. These kinds of things make me know that had to be my purpose, not just being in a cold lab, working, teching, programming, but actually something that beyond technology would make a difference to the world, but more so make a difference to the nation of people that birthed me, that raised me, from whose soil I grew. And my soul beats in time with the waves that hit this shoreline every day. So even when I travel, I have to get back to water, and especially if it's water that's going to cause me to face back this way, to look back toward this coastline. And that smell of the marsh is rejuvenating. I can always tell when I'm close to home. Even if I was asleep, I can wake out of it and know I'm just about there and somebody else is driving. So in this case of the mission of your life, though, no one else can drive. you got to drive, and you got to be observant as you take the journey. Then you start to recognize certain things upon your path that start to illustrate the reason for your existence. And so here it is that all these years later, and it kind of understands. What all these your proclamation things about? What all these your key about? What is four characters of water and things about? What is your thing that when people are writing me letter and things about? That something changed their life that I said, that I sang, that I did. Because now when I go up to people who before when I would say, I hold on to them, they say, fine. They would say, oh, girl, the party didn't do well. And make me turn around and look at them and say, is that the same person? They used to look at me all kind of funny before when I spoke to them in Gullah. Saturday, I heard it. I saw it, the change that had been made in these 30-something years. 
heard it from elders, saw it in the eyes of the church. Continued on yesterday. So the Georgia Gullah Geechee weekend was outstanding, but also astounding, because it made me know, as I said before, that my living has not been in vain. When I was there on the 11th, didn't even have a presence of mind. I was just so happy in Little Mount Olive. Didn't even have a presence of mind to bring up nothing but no clean court day because there was just so much other energy there. There's so much power there. The ancestors seemed to shout on the wood floor right with me when we start to sing. And what are we singing about? Freedom. What are we singing about? Want Jesus for walk with me. What are we singing about? Oh, don't turn back. And so... On behalf of my ancestors, there's no turning back now because just as our circle on the Gullah Geechee Nation flag that you see on our Facebook fan page, as you see on our Twitter feed, that you see me holding on our Instagram picture at Gullah Geechee, all of that circle is not yet reconnected. Everybody ain't in the bush arbor, the brush arbor yet. That reflection I recognize, and so they're still coming on in, though. And want to come in and shout. We want to come in the wilderness because ain't time for him going out the wilderness yet because he ain't first baptized yet. So we want to come in shouting. We want to come in drumming. We want to come in tapping the metal together like a blacksmith. We want to come in talking about liberty. We want to come in keeping in mind stand for freedom. We want to come in saying we be Galagichi, anointed people. That we the. So now, when we gather together like Alicia, I can't see all the Honachilla, but I sure can read some of the words some of the Honachilla type. And you know, plenty of time for the program, and we tell way close to the end because we got so much for crack we teeth about that we don't have plenty of time and things sometimes for the phone line thing for open up. But the C9 open up for even earlier. But I go on, let Honachilla know about something, what coming up. You done yet in what I'm past. I want you to know what coming up. Because I know there's some listeners who say, wow, I'm sorry I missed some of that stuff. Wow, I should have been there at the Tunis Campbell celebration. Wow, I should have came down there when Queen Grove was in Tampa. Wow, I wish I had been part of this at Little Mount Olive. Wow, I should have been to the Gullah Geechee weekend in Georgia. So you missed all that. That's over with for now. But what is coming up? One thing that's coming up is that in May we have the Gullah Festival annually. The Gullah Festival goes on, all right? And that is Memorial Day weekend. So this year it is going to be May 23rd through the 25th. On the 25th, I am doing a special Gullah Root Experience tour after worship services on St. Helena Island. If you are interested in it and you want to connect, you want to be a part of that shouting time, email gullgeeko at aol.com, G-U-L-L-G-E-E. C-O at AOL.com. Go geeko at AmericaOnline.com. And you can find out more details from our office at the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition about how you and your group or your family can take part with that. We'll also be celebrating the Gullah Geechee Fishing Association anniversary, and I'm a proud founding member and secretary of that organization. We'll celebrate that that afternoon right at the end of the tour. So you're going to have fish fry and all that good Gullah Geechee food and all that going on. But prior to that, 
May the 18th at 3 o'clock, we are returning to Beach Institute with Dr. Mia Jamal Ture, who I mentioned at the beginning was one of our original Wisdom Circle Council of Elders members. He's going to do part two of Weeda Gullah Geechee. He's going in with more depth in this next part of this series at the Beach Institute in Historic Savannah, Georgia. We have a circle of discussion that you're going to see coming up this week on Gullah Geechee TV that you can engage in, you can be part of it, an indoor Bushaba Brashaba, essentially. Then in June, we have several different tours, as well as I'll be returning to Walter Borough Library for the summer reading program on June the 17th. Yes, that's right around Juneteenth time. There's a Juneteenth going to be going on also in Brunswick, Georgia this year. There's a sister who just moved there who is now starting of a Juneteenth that's going to go on there, but there's Juneteenth in Charleston and all up and down the Gullah Geechee Nation at that time. And we're going to have tours on June 21st and 28th with the Gullah Root Experience Tour for groups of folks. And so definitely that's an opportunity. And then we're going to connect with the Pan-African Grassroots Assembly at Oyotunja African Village once again. And again, if you go to Gullah Geechee TV, that's www www.gullahgeechee, there is no I in Geechee.tv. If you go to gullahgeechee.tv, you can pick up our episodes. You can go to YouTube also and type in Gullah TV or type in Queen Quet. You will be sitting there all day watching episodes at this point, and we want to thank all of y'all as we're pushing real close to 200,000 views. So we also will go from the Pan-African Grassroots Assembly at the beginning of July to the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival at the beginning of August. But what be, what happens at the end of July is that we go from July 26th all the way through to August 3rd as Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week. And so this year we're intending to extend that throughout the entire coast of South Carolina, culminating with the Gullah Geechee Nation night at the Charleston River Dog Stadium on August the 1st. Then we're at the Charleston Maritime Center on August 2nd, and we will have Gullah Geechee Family Day in Georgetown and Myrtle Beach on Sunday, August the 3rd. So for more information about that, to go ahead and get your tickets now for the River Dogs, which will also give money to the Gullah Geechee Angel Network, which is our official 501c3 for the entire Gullah Geechee Nation, go to gullahgeechee.info, G-U-L-L-A-H-G-E-E-C-H-E-E dot I-N-F-O. Gullahgeechee.info will give you all the information for the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival. For those of you who wanted to join the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition that you heard mentioned earlier in the proclamations, and it's the organization I founded and is the sponsoring organization for this radio broadcast every week, you can go to gullahgeechee.net to learn more. You can email gogeeko at aol.com for membership application or if you go to gullahgeechee.info for the festival or just go to Eventbrite and type in Gullah Geechee, you will see our festival up there, but you can also pay membership at that link for the festival. You can make donations to the Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy Fund at that link as well, and someone just made one today. Thankful for that. That's a blessing. And so you can be an active part of what we're doing to hold on to the culture, even if it's not your culture, but you support our culture like these men did that gave these proclamations. If you are a Gullah Geechee that's away from home and you think there's nothing you can do, 
That's not correct. I call you to action. What are you bringing into the circle? And please don't wait till we got you on the cooling board to come here, because then you're going to want for everybody to remember you and for come to the, to the service. And you're going to want lawn shouting and falling out and all kind of flowers and all kind of things. Or people don't first remember you. So make sure you do something now that makes a difference for somebody other than yourself. And once again, ask and answer the question, what is the purpose of your existence? Okay? So I'm on that note, I'm going to open up the phone lines right now, and I see I already have one caller on the line. I'm opening up the line at 347-324-3903, Before I take the 919 caller that's holding, I see that we had some comments from one of our Assembly of Representatives members from down in Florida that was right there with us, helped it go. She's one of the founders of the Gullah Geechee Cultural Heritage Committee of Northeast Florida. She wrote that even a time at Little Mount Olive, Queen Quest. You ain't kidding, girl. I know. She says, it's amazing the psychological disconnect, even given the ancestry of grandparents and great-grandparents traced to Georgia and South Carolina. And she was saying that I made an insightful observation that much talk represents a deflection of responsibility for choices to act, react, or remain inactive. And being hesitant to enter the realm of circle of self-determination that we've allowed to be conditioned from our psyche, God has not given us the spirit of fear. Utter rest them to give them to we. So true. And to that I say amen. And you know, God has given us power, love, and sound mind. And so I pray that folks will start to act within the power that God has given them and come forth and show the good minds that we have. So 919-282-100-Guaidoo, good evening to you. Good evening. Peace and blessings. Hello. Hi. Yes, my name is Peace and Blessings Queen. My name um, I live in North Carolina. My name is Patrice. Yes. And I've mm-hmm. come across um, your page, mm-hmm. and I, I just have, um, I, I guess, a couple questions. I know my family, my dad, he's from South Carolina. In um, okay. Williamsburg County, like King Street area. King Street, right. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And I was just wondering, I want, I guess I'm wanting to know more about the people there and the history and the relation to the Geechee, if they are. And where would I go to find out more, like online? Um, do you have classes or like a web page where I could go? Okay, the first thing is you need to start off with Gullah Geechee nation.com when you said you found a page which page did you find if it wasn't gullagichination.com which page did okay, you find okay this is a facebook i think this was your facebook okay you found page. the facebook fan page yes the fan page okay so yeah also go to gullagichination.com which is our blog because there you get a lot of historical background so even with the various radio broadcasts we have covered numerous aspects of our culture over the years You'll find that there are blogs that will relate to that, as well as Gullah Geechee TV that I mentioned earlier. If you just go to GullahGeechee.tv or go to YouTube, that's all the classes I plan to teach that can be accessed from everywhere in the world so that people learn about the culture. And in terms of people who are in King Street, 
King Street is right on the border. It is on the boundary line just about of where the Gullah Geechee Nation begins to end. So many of the people that live in King Street have no sense of identifying themselves as Gullah Geechee. They see it as something that's obscure. They see it as something that's distant. Um, even if there are elders in the family that speak the language, they don't necessarily consider themselves as being Gullah Geechee. They'll tell you, well, oh, our grandma, I think, or somebody like that used to live on the coast because they migrated inland doesn't change the culture on the way. Okay, so many people are in King Street not knowing they're Gullah Geechee, that are Gullah Geechee. Um, so that answers your question about that. But the only way that you would find out more, you can find out from mm-hmm. your family just what the family traditions have been, but they're not necessarily going to say to you these are Gullah Geechee traditions. They're going to think I'm oh. just black. You see what I'm saying? And so because that is part of the indoctrination that I've been speaking about on the show, people have been indoctrinated to avoid being called Gullah or Geechee, and part of this inland migration had to do with that. Some people migrated inland because they thought they were going to go to places where now people wouldn't know who they were and wouldn't identify them as, quote, people who were from the islands. And so that has become a dynamic that we're still dealing with when I said that, yeah, my work is still cut out in terms of truly educating a lot of our people. And in that area in Williamsburg County that you mentioned, there's a lot of work Mm -hmm. yet still to be done to enlighten people there that they even are Gullah Geechee because they look at it as, oh, those are the people down in Charleston. They'll tell you that in a quick minute. Yeah. Yeah, and so that is only because they don't have a lot of knowledge about their background and their own family. So if you're a person who's interested in genealogy, I would encourage you to get as quickly as you can to King Street and speak to the oldest people in your family, speak to the oldest people in that community that know your family, and let them tell you where them people actually came from before they got to King Street. And a lot of them will end up probably telling you they migrated up there, and then you can start to do more research on records, actual family records to find birth and death certificates to find places of birth from people and what counties they really came from. Okay. Okay. Well, I definitely I appreciate it, and I honor no you problem. for all the work that you're doing. I see you're doing a lot, so yes, I, I'm definitely yes, I'm excited. I'm excited, yes. and you have definitely Thanks. encouraged me because I was scared to approach them. I didn't know how they would, you know, I just didn't know how react. they would even react or how they would feel because yeah. they're so Christianized, right? So, but they ain't got um, nothing to do with it unless you come in there with no manners whatsoever. Um, they wouldn't have an right. issue. Yeah, now right. you coming in no manners, then, hey, if you get slapped back out the door, that'll be on you. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's how that's okay. going to go. To be straight out with you, that's how that's going to go. But if you approach and they just know you're trying to reconnect and get an understanding, a lot of the elders will help you along as long as you show manners to them and that you come there to sit on the porch to do more than just pick their brain and take something from them. You come there to help out and do things, and people get to know you. You get to learn a great deal about who you do. Awesome. Well, I thank right. you. I thank you. And I will Thanks definitely the website. All right. Excellent. Peace and blessings. Peace to you as well. 
And see, this is this is great. I'm glad this is the call from North Carolina because there's a lot of folks that are in North Carolina that also will often say, well, you know, that's not us. That's some people down there in South Carolina. And they just is going to get you as they come. All that has happened is that because they were in areas, especially like Wilmington, and many of you who are part of our Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page and our Twitter feed, you see us constantly promoting the upcoming film, Wilmington on Fire. That film is going to be shown this year at the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival. And you will see what has happened in terms of psychological trauma to many of our people in North Carolina and why they no longer self-identify as Gullah Geechee, why they definitely don't want to identify with self-determination, because they actually were terrorized, terrorized, literally, out of wanting to be around others who are too independent and definitely not want to be too African. And so part of the urbanization has caused a lot of individualism with our people. So not even just Wilmington, the same thing we talked about in Savannah, same thing we talked about in Brunswick, same thing we talked about with Jacksonville, same thing we talked about with New York City, okay, where our people get to these places and the urbanization is about individualization, not communal nature. And so people, I understand the sister says she's a little bit hesitant to approach the family because if you don't know them that well, I understand. You don't want to be running up to no stranger's door and they looking at you crazy, especially nowadays. But if you contact them well in advance, same way, and like I say, have manners, folks will definitely open arms to you and embrace you because they know that you don't know, and so they want to help. And it is about us with each one, teach one. And so as I said to the sister, I hope many of you will go there too, to GullahGeecheeNation.com and enjoy our blog and also tweet it, repost it, reblog, and so on. 843-597, I saw you drop off a minute ago, but you're back. 843-597, come on with it. What's going on? Peace, Queen. This is Akua. Hey, Sister Kua, what's going on? Hey, I have um, a question, actually. So um, about, like, the injustices within the Gullah Geechee Nation, what approach will you say to people who are interested in, like, fighting back against it? Like, uh, I guess, appropriate approach to it? Well, see, that's too vague of a question. That's a broad, open question. When you say an injustice, an injustice to one person may not be an injustice to another, and then injustices are specific. Are you talking about environmental injustice? Are you talking about individual injustice? Are you talking about a human rights injustice? I mean, you got to be specific in order to have a specific plan of attack. Right. Um, I guess I'm mostly talking about, like, the stop and frisk issue or, like, the um, the issues with the um, the law, the law per se, so you mean like the police or the law? Because there's the two law. different things. The, the police ain't the law. Because right, the police right, is right. stop and frisk, and then the law is different. So which one are we going to deal with? Okay, um, I would say the law. Okay. So now, even when you say the law, now we complicate it again because you got land laws, you got human rights law, you got civil rights law, you got local law, state law, federal law, international law. So once again, it's not as simplex as what approach would you take. Everything is a case-by-case basis, literally and figuratively. So that means a specific issue has to have the facts to go with it. That's number one. What is the issue? 
the issue might not fall into just one category of law either. You might end up finding out this is a civil rights violation and a human rights violation, or this is a human rights violation and an environmental justice issue. So at that point, we can then examine based on each case that you're referring to what is the most appropriate plan of attack in terms of counteracting the legal system. There may be something where using the law is to your benefit, and changing the law might be to your benefit in another case. For instance, there have been numerous laws that the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition helped to change. There's been laws we helped to create. We helped to create the Cultural Protection Overlay District for St. Helena Island. We helped to create the Gullah Geechee Cultural Heritage Act, which is a United States congressional law and congressional act. But we helped to change the law for the Department of Natural Resources, wherein they were overbuilding and the length of docks and, and, and such and bridges were now going to invade upon our lifestyle as well as our environment. So every case, even if it was with an individual, like you mentioned, stop and frisk, well, we need the facts because actually a person might just say, oh, I don't think they should touch me. But did you give them a reason that now within that particular county law, that state law, gives the statute that this particular person who's wearing a cop uniform actually now has a right to come on your property or within your property, if it's your car, to search you? And how do you do that? You smoke and weed, for instance. You smoke and weed, they smell it. They pull you over. Okay? You made a turn. You never put on a turn signal. Simple. They stop you. And now they have a justification for the stop versus somebody else who did none of the above except drove while black, and they stopped it. So now we got two whole different cases that on surface, you might say, oh, they just stopped them and started searching them, tore through their stuff and all that, but it's not that simple. In one case, yeah, the person was just walking down the street with a briefcase. Another case, it wasn't that. They smelled something. Or this person looks suspect. They thought, you know, we had plenty of people shot now on. We thought you had a weapon. Okay? So we have a situation where law is not simplex. It's complex, and it's intentionally complex because they know the average person will never ask the question you ask, and the average person will never do the research to figure out how to actually combat it. They won't try to fight to change the law and they won't fight to create no new ones to help their own community. When we formed the Gullah Geechee Nation Constitution, people asked, how did you do that, and who gave you the authority? And we told them, we did it because God gave us the authority, and we did it because we understood what our rights were. So definitely, you're on our Facebook fan page. You know how to reach us. When you have any specific things, specific details, send it that way, because in a minute's time left, we ain't going to have time to deal with each case that might even be popping in your mind. But just know that every one of those cases are going to require individual attention. Like every child requires different kind of attention, even if they're from the same mama. All right? All right. Well, thank so, you for your time. No problem. Peace and blessings. All right. Peace. And see, at least, again, that call like that and the call from the sister from North Carolina, the things from the chat room make me know that my living is not in vain because that means that we have young people that are listening that definitely want to be part of change and they want to be part of change in a positive way that they want to protect the community. And so definitely that helps me to reflect upon the work that has been done 
the work that must be done and the work that I'm going to keep going on doing long as God give me the voice and give me the strength and give me the vision. But know why I exist and what the purpose is for my life. Hunter Tiller, thank you, thank you for all the Hunter West Celebrate Queen Quet Week with me this evening. This year, the Queen Quet head upon the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad he hunted tune in one more again to Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station. Peace and blessings, children. Hope upon the family. Hope upon the land. Hope upon we legacy. This year, who we be. We be Gullah Geechee anointed people. That who we are. Thank you.